The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. Another episode of Mothership. You ready to play some ball? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to get it started tonight because our celebration of Team Honolulu, our Little League World Series champs, continues tonight as we talk story with some very important people who aren't often <laughs> recognized because they're always behind the scenes, right? Well, joining us on Mothership are some of the proud moms of the Little League Boys. Welcome, welcome, welcome moms to Mothership. Thank you. Okay, ladies, let's go around and introduce yourselves. And if you could tell us uh, who your son is as well. Oh, I'm Ilima Nouchi, and my son is Kael Nouchi, and he was the catcher. Yeah. <laughs> Aloha, I'm Kawi Angel. My son is Kama Angel, um, number 14, Centerfield. Hi, I'm Kiani Purcell. My son is Tawali'i Purcell, and he played first base. Hi, my name is Rita Sakamoto. Um, my son is Cohen Sakamoto. He pitched uh, and played right field. Hi, my name is Sherelle Wong. My son is Isaiah Wong, and he also played first base. Hi, I'm Gina Tomas. My son is Brennan Tomas. He played left field, number 19. Hi, I'm Lydia Noda. My son is Micah Noda. I'm Karin Kiramoto. My son is Luke Kiramoto. He's number five, and he played outfield and pitched. And then Joy Sniffin for Jonathan Sniffin, and he was playing right field and left field, actually. And he was a pitcher. Woohoo! So great Sorry. to have all you moms, because I know that uh, the celebrations have not stopped ever since they touched down on Monday, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. So how has it been? Crazy. <laughs> kind of overwhelming. Like I feel like um last, well, this past Monday was probably the only day since they touched ground on Monday that they, last Monday, since they actually got to rest, like Kyle likes that for so long, but you know, we're just so grateful and thankful for just all the aloha and all the love that we're getting just from stepping um off of the airplane you know it's just so much people greeting them and like so giving and so kind and all these appearances that they're making and even to the new station you know so they just really have been soaking it in but you know it's also I also was telling my son like 
you need to get back to real life like school like get on with your school again <laughs> but they've been balancing it pretty well and even today you know they did really well just with the long ride and yeah they did good yeah it's been super overwhelming but also too it's kind of sad like I felt like there was so much buildup about the parade today and now I feel so sad that the parade is over and <laughs> coach Gerald just told us that after September, it's really going to slow down. And we want it to slow down because like Alima said, we need to go on with our lives. The boys need to go on with their, you know, schoolwork and stuff. But it's just been so great to see everybody all the time. And it's always a celebration. Like before in, you know, Wimsport and San Bernardino, we were so stressed out before each game. But now it's like always a celebration. So it's so nice to see everybody. And I just feel sad that it's coming to an end almost. So yeah, it's, it's a bittersweet moment. Yeah, as a fan and Brooke and Knowles, I don't know if you guys can agree too. I'm kind of sad, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of sad, but then it's kind of also just amazing to see that there's actually more celebrations, right? Because uh, Kahala Mall, I guess, is going to honor mm -hmm. them and they're going to have like autograph sessions there and picture taking. So, yeah. yeah. There's actually a concert that they invited them to tomorrow, but we have all of our kids just came back and just jumped into their next sports football yeah. and another baseball team other baseball teams some of them are on more than one so it's just been a little bit overwhelming I think that there's just too much right now for I mean you know outside in their real life that we're not able to make all the appearances even though we really really want to yeah yes so that's been really nice uh, and, and Joy how has it been for you Joy because uh um I know your daughter is a, a softball champ right <laughs> now oh, yeah. your son to do. <laughs> thank you yeah it's been oh, kind of rough for us you know um I, I think for for us we're trying to get back like everybody else into reality get back to work um try to get them refocus it, it was hard I mean it, I was happy that you know Jonathan um, actually got his own spotlight after all that on her over the past summer and at the end of state. So that was nice to actually turn the cameras that way and let him have his moment. Can anybody, um, you know, I know that I had asked you guys earlier about any memorable moments, you know, and, and for the people listening in, they're really interested to hear about these moments because uh, you know they're they're just watching the game as fans but so much goes behind the scenes that we don't know about that makes it even more special so are there any really special moments that you can share with us that really stands out and that you're really proud of or makes you happy <laughs> I think for yeah. me one of the most special moments are those little times we have with the boys after the games and just their faces and hugging their families and just the love that they have. And every day we have new family coming in and it was just wonderful because every family had an auntie or uncle or cousin or, you know, like people coming in and supporting friends, you know, that made the distance just to be there to help support the boys. And every time when they saw a new family member, just their face, just so excited and so happy to have their loved ones there. I think it's like a priceless moment. Yeah. 
Yani you go, you go. <laughs> I don't, I, uh, yeah, I want, I, like every moment day. was a crisis moment for me. Like <laughs> driving into the stadium, I was bawling, bawling my eyes. Like, I can't believe my son is here. Like, who would have thought? Like, same for like how Joyce is like, you know, when you have an older child, like the little ones are always in their shadow. Like mm-hmm. since, you know, they're just a little brother playing on the side, like whoever thinks they're going to make something of sports and be like their big brother or their big sister. And Tao is totally like a second child who just rolls with it. He's so easygoing. He has fun no matter what you do. So it's so easy to overlook children like that because they're not needy. He's not a needy child. He doesn't want the attention all the time, you know? So like, it was super nice to like, see him out there for the first time especially with their west gear on you know like it was so surreal in that beautiful stadium and sorry my son is calling um <laughs> my older son is asking me to pick him up from from football but when we walked into um the stadium and they had their west gear on like that was really crazy for me just like a lot of these boys I've known since they were little whether it was they played football together they played baseball together they go to school together like you know, you know, a lot of the kids, you know, and it was just like, dang, they're grown up and they're just making the best of like the opportunity that was given to them. And it was crazy. And I feel like I'll never forget, like, seeing the kids in the outfield going down the hill and you know, stuff you watch on TV, you never think you're going to be there. And then you get the opportunity. And it's so crazy. Like, I just, I I don't get excited. I just can't help. All I do is just cry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all the time everybody's always laughing at me I'm always crying me and Sherelle we're the crying I'm people. right there with you girl <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stay quiet throughout this whole thing because I'll get emotional yeah but definitely um it didn't hit me until I think it was close toward I think it was the night before the U.S. championship game and we dropped Isaiah off back off like the boys got to spend time with us which was like few and in between up there like they were always at the dorms and stuff so he got to spend the whole day with us and like dropping him off I like started falling and my husband's like what is wrong with you (laughs) I was like holy cow like he's here like we watched this year after year on tv we supported the Hawaii teams throughout like you know them going and winning and whatnot and we we've seen the kids grow up like we knew a couple of the kids on the 18 team so we've seen them grow up after that and stuff and I was like oh my gosh like this is gonna be my that's my son like they still like my younger kids and even Isaiah like they google and watch on YouTube the 2018 highlights like I was like oh my gosh one day there's gonna be a whole up-and-coming um like kids that are googling our kids like what the heck (laughs) like that's huge that's so awesome yeah yeah and um what about for you um uh Lydia well I guess one of them is I guess the drive you know just having to get to Williamsport it was you know and trying to just not break the bank on it you know like everything costs you know and Kendrick is actually up earlier for his group and uh, I came up later so it's just finding the flight there is just kind of crazy 
you know, you just want to have a reasonable, pay a reasonable price, you know, because you know that everything adds up, you know. So we took it where we ended up at Newark with a three-hour drive. It, it was kind of crazy, but, you know, everything's well worth it. And it's for the kids, you know, it comes down. You're going to do anything for the kids, you know. We work overtime if we had to, you know. Kendrick actually was working, I don't know, like, how many hours, you know, where I never see him, which meant like I saw him, but he went to bed and then he had to go to work. You know, it was days like that where it was so hard, you know, like, you know, about, I think about his health, you know, but you got to do what you got to do for your kids. And it's once in a lifetime, you know, I mean, it, it was hard for me. Like I actually had separation anxiety. So I've never been away from the kids and like he called and he was like, you know, why, why, what's wrong with you? Why are you crying? You know, and he was like, you've never been away from the kids. So for me, I woke up one day and it was just, I just cried, you know, like I missed them. Like, you don't, you don't think about things like that until it really happened, you know? Like I was fine at work and everything. And when Sunday came, it just kicked me in my butt, you know? Like I woke up and I was like, I actually have nobody, you know? And I was actually crying throughout the whole day. And he was like, you know what? Just get your ticket, you know, take off from work and just fly up, you know? And that, that too, you know, like I had to make sure I had enough vacation time, you know? So that, I was kind of like holding off, you know, and that's what it was for me is like the memorable parts is just, it was, it was the drive. It was what it takes to get there. You know, you're going to have to put in a lot of work and do what you got to do for your kids, you know, and, and at the end of it, it's going to be worth it, you know? So, I mean, that's my memorable part, you know, and just seeing Micah, he had COVID too. So, that part, actually, I wanted to cry for him, you know, because no parent wishes, you know, their kid to miss something so special like this, you know. But in the end, like, when I saw him on the field, it was like another moment, like, just do your thing and just go out there, you know. And I was glad that he was able to make the championship with his teammates. So, yeah, I mean, that's a couple memorable moments for me. Wow. Oh, you're making me cry. <laughs> These are really wonderful memories and moments, and I know there are many more. Anybody else want to share? Well, um, for me, just, I mean, of course, I was an emotional wreck too, but uh, it was the last game, and my son actually went to hug uh, my husband. And like, he just said, daddy, we did it. Meaning like, you know, like they had like five day to six day practices for like 10 months. 
And so it was just so much sacrifice that, you know, we all had to do, not only for the kids, and it's also the parents having to drive them back and forth. And we live in Belalani, and it was like going into town like every day, you know, and like picking up the kids from school and whatnot. So it was just to hear my, my son say that to my husband, and they're just like embracing this hug. It was so touching, you know, because it really meant so much to him because he knows how much sacrifice, you know, like the families had to make. And so, yeah, that was so touching, and I want to cry now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was so good. Yeah. yeah. And just for our listeners um, who can't see this video right now, but um, many of them um, haven't showered <laughs> yet. And uh, <laughs> after a long day from the parade and, uh, you know, they're still wearing the uh, baby blue and gold um, colors to represent the team um, still in, in the, in the car and also, um, driving and, and, and being, a feeding mom. babies, yeah, <laughs> feeding babies. And you know what, you know what, you guys are heroes and champions, you know, as well. I mean, I mean, it's because of you guys that, that your sons are so involved and, and so on it. And, um, you know, we, we often ask, and I know the fans do too, is like, Oh, how are these boys so dialed in? How are they so humble? How are they so like, you know, operating as one unit and and able to get along so well together and, and play the sport with so much respect? And it really, I mean, it, it it's the coaches, yes, but it really does come back, you know, to to you guys, you know, the parents. And um, so I just want to say that. And um, does that strike a chord with any of you guys about um your role in in this as well well I just think with the group of parents that we have no one's really too soft with their kids I think the kids have a very short I hate to say leash but short leash leash on what they can get away with so whether it is your own child or like an auntie looking over them like they can't get away with it so I think that's what really has focus them into just respecting the game, respecting each other. Um, and I think because we all like each other that it's made it easy for the kids to get along as well. Yeah, because because you guys have to rely on each other too, not just the boys, but the parents got to rely on each other too, right? Right. Yeah. Sharing sure. duties. That is, I feel like one of the things that really helped the kids to like band together was the fact that like the parents really band together like just I know for me like many practices yeah. I'm like hey Derek can you pick up towel like picking him up dropping him off like I mean whatever needed to be done anything that the coaches requested even when they don't request a snack or a something like someone just pops up with it because you know they care about the whole team I mean they could have very easily bought one plate of food for their kid after after a game but they'll pick up for the whole team the coaches you know and just I feel like those those parents when they do things like that like your kid is always watching you know and I think that that's why um it was such a memorable experience was just like we had such great families like we could lean on anybody I mean I just met like Rita you know three months ago but I would totally be like hey Rita I can't get there like can you take towel and she'd be like yeah sure you know like anybody is willing to just step in and help out whether it benefits them or sometimes is hard for them but the parents just band together they do that and then so I feel like that's why the kids were so close too because they just learned to they just bonded over that like 
you know, they follow in our footsteps, kind of. Yeah, I totally second that. Um, I had a really busy summer. So I feel like for the beginning part of the summer, I relied on Kiani and Gina taking my son everywhere. And I feel like I didn't get a chance to really like meet most of the parents until we kind of settled down and my other kids travel finished up and stuff. But when I got like when I came around, it was like my son was so welcomed by all the parents that it made it so much easier for me to like build relationships with them and to just get close with everybody. Everybody was so helpful. It, it was definitely a team effort. Yeah, I wanted to add to that because like I have a couple other kids, so I wasn't around during the regular season like everybody else. I think a lot of parents went to a lot of regular games. So I feel like I was a mom that came in later in the game and I got to know a lot of the families during the state tournament more so than um, than anything. And, you know, from state in July, I think it was, and then we went to San Bernardino, I slowly got to know everybody so much better. And like Kiani said, it's like, you know, everybody's looking out for everybody else. And that, that helped me a lot because I got COVID once I got to Williamsport and I missed that first game. And that was really hard for me to sit in a hotel room and watch the first game from the hotel room. And then to find out Cohen's pitching, you know, he was starting that game too. And then I just, I cried because I missed it. And I felt like it was such a big deal for not just him, but the whole team, you know, first game at Williamsport. But, you know, Gina texted me during the game and Brandy and they're like, oh, people are looking for you. And I felt so bad that, you know, he didn't have a family there, but he really did. He had everybody else there for him. And that's what made me feel so much better about, you know, me being sick and, you know, taking care of myself is that I could rely on everybody else to watch out for my son and, and you know, treat him like their own. And that, that just is just huge for us. It's just huge. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so much You're making all of us die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, you know, and it was, it was a, it was a bittersweet thing because he did so well, you know, and, and I couldn't have been happier, but I was just so sad that I missed it. And Gina sent me a photo of, of Cohen after the game. He looked so happy. And I, I talked to him the day before and he sounded a little worried about us because I was in Williamsport and I was sick. And then my husband was home and he was also sick. So he wasn't planning to fly up till later anyway, but um, I wasn't there for like the first whole week, but I knew that someone was going to drive him places and make sure that he ate or, you know, he had snacks and, you know, and he has 13 brothers dorming with him and he still calls them, you know, his brothers. So, you know, I know, I knew he wasn't lonely and, you know, like what Lydia said about the separation anxiety, it's like the longest time that I had been away from any one of my kids too, obviously. So, you know, it, it felt good that we had 13 really loving families, you know, to be take care of all of our boys so it was easy for us to like you know extend that to any one of the other kids that we had too yeah for the uh, listeners who don't know uh when they make it to Williamsport um they go to the barracks and they are separated from their parents the parents are not allowed to um go and visit right I mean it's super strict 
it's well, actually started in San Bernardino. So when we got to California, yeah, then they were, yeah, so they, they flew with the coaches and then they just stayed with them the whole entire way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the only form of communication is through texting or FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No FaceTime because you're not allowed to have cameras oh, yeah. in the barracks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so the phone use is limited. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. Oh, I was just saying the phone use is limited for them too. So it was really hard to not be able to communicate with them, you know, constantly. Mm-hmm. So obviously it was harder for the parents, but not for the boys. Is that yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yes. yeah. 14 kids right yes. now, they'd be like, dude, we had the most fun in our life. We had no parents. I think yeah, Cohen misses the boys. Yeah, he hasn't been like seeing them every single day. And he told me yesterday, yeah, I kind of missed them because, you know, he was seeing them every single day for a month. You know, he's living with them, right? So, Yeah. And that's what I thought. Also- I miss you guys. <laughs> I feel like I've been living with you guys for the last four months. <laughs> but I thought that was special with the boys. Like, you know, when they won the championship game and then we saw all the parents and they hugged us and everything. It was like within like 15 minutes of just giving everybody love, all the boys, they gathered and they sat on the hill and then they just like, what they just looked out into like the, the field and it was just so cute. Like, okay, well, it was only 15 minutes of us, but then the, the, you know, that's what they were used to, right? And they just wanted to be around around each other and I thought that was really mm-hmm. like sweet yeah they just really love each other yeah I think the boys had a really good time together but you can tell that even after time though they really did really learn to appreciate and miss their yeah. families you know yeah. and just the little things like you know boys no, don't normally like oh I miss you mom but I do know that they do were like I miss you and they did enjoy having time with their friends but those precious moments with their families were just equally important and I think it's you know the um, what did you say distance make the heart grow fonder and I really think <laughs> the distance apart from us they really did appreciate all the sacrifices and the hard work we did for them what a ride it's been though I mean you guys took even us on on a ride too and and we're so appreciative of everything that you know, your boys have done for us and the coaches and you as parents. It's so exciting to see them win. And um, they truly were a dominant force and just so humble throughout. And Brooke, I know that you, I mean, you have kids in sports as well. And um, I mean, you can probably speak to that as well, too. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm like sitting here crying the whole time. <laughs> My kids have been fortunate to, um, you know, the last few summers have been a lot of travel. Like our oldest one was for baseball gone like 40 something days. And it's just, oh. you have the separation and the, all kinds of things. My middle one, Kekama, played with Isaiah football for Dolphins. Oh. And, um, so like, yeah, so I know there's some connections and we'll play each other. Um, Keani, we'll play you guys on Saturday, right? For yes. <laughs> but you know, so it's, it's um, I get it. Cause it's this whole, it's a different, it's like one of those things when you feel like, like how Steph Noli and I, we lived together in college. So I think it's, it's, I feel like it's similar where you, it's a different kind of knowing, right? People, when you have to live together for an extended mm-hmm. amount of time and then help raise, it's kind of that whole village that truly a village, right? Trying to do everything down to little things that everyone doesn't see like the laundry or grabbing the snack or hydration and everything, right? If someone gets a little sick, trying to help them with vitamins. So it's just, that's why I'm sitting here and I can't stop crying. <laughs> 
some reason. <laughs> because, you know, and, and the other thing is just with um, the Little League, especially because of the coverage, you know, because we've come, we're coming out of a really hard two and a half, three years of it being so weird. Little League, I feel like is just one of those things that brings everyone together for an, you know, for a few weeks and you get to cheer for your team, right? And then as it progresses, you cheer for that, the larger population cheers for that team and it gets to be this big deal. And it's, it's one of the few things that I think brings like pure joy and you can watch the kids, these boys who are not quite men yet, right? It's just this really cool, it's, it's a really cool, cool thing to watch. Um, yeah. And Noli too, right? Your, your girls compete and, and surf and jujitsu and soccer too. So you get it, right? All the wow. driving and the parks and... <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. All, the, for the listeners out there, some of the moms are still in their car or at their parks on their phone um, talking with us tonight. So we, we really appreciate your guys' time. But I'm just in awe of this behind the scenes, um, the parents and the, especially the mom's point of view, you know, and moms and sons, right? It's a special place in your heart and such a big accomplishment for all of you and to realize how much sacrifice you all have put into it and probably will continue to put into your kids' future it's it's amazing and I love this family that you guys have this village and I'm wondering if it's like is it Hawaii is a special place that it's just innate or did are other teams this close but I just feel like Hawaii is a little bit more special in that sense and I think we talked to um I think it was Micah, Lydia, he said his favorite snack up, up there was a Spam Musubi. I'm like, Spam Musubi up there? Somebody <laughs> must have been looking and brought up Spam, Rice, and Nori, right? Is right. That how you guys fed them? Right. I mean, so, um, I think we had a lot of Spam in Nori, so that was nothing <laughs> that we were really short of. <laughs> Typical the Hawaii thing people. About spam and it. Rice and Nori is it's cheap. So, <laughs> right? It's relatively cheap. I know that they said that they requested to have one a day, right? One a day. <laughs> before games. They wanted to before eat games. before yeah. games. Yep, yep. That's so awesome. And they That's had so it awesome. every game. Yeah. Uh, yep. Probably the uh the secret ingredient right there too. The spam musu. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's they so would love. To share. And they would share with other teams. And then I don't know if it was Canada, they eat it and they're like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we eat this all the time. <laughs> all right. So when they came back, they um talked to us and then they said that they were really, really craving Ono food, the Ono grind. So what did they eat when they got back home? Zippies, 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 yeah, zippies. Tal had zippies for lunch, but our family had poke bowls for dinner. We oh. were all about the poke bowls. We were loving it. We were missing it while we were up there. So, poke bowls for us. Yep, I wanted to. We had that the next day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I think that next year, when the next team goes and they win it. Our team will show up at the at the airport with zippies and pokeballs for yes. them. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I love it. That is such that is so awesome. I, I thank you guys for joining us. I know you guys are super busy, but um, you know, again, I just wanna just praise you guys and applaud you guys for all, all you have done and, and and stood by your sons and, and supported them so much. You guys are great examples of of that. And it really makes me feel good as a mom to know that there are other moms out there like that who are totally invested in, in their children and their sons. And now you can see the result of that. So, you know, congratulations, you guys. And to our listeners who are listening, 
it isn't easy, moms. I mean, I, I was going to ask you that question, but I, I guess I'm just looking at your guys' faces. Not saying that you guys look super <laughs> tired, but I mean, you know, I mean, <clears throat> a day in the life of a little league mom, a uh, world champion mom uh, is not easy. <laughs> no. no, Stephanie, today was not a usual day for us. Today was a special day. <laughs> hey, can I, Steph, too, before we before we end it, if I could have just a, a really couple minutes because, you know, so proud of the boys and literally what you guys have done. I also wanted to share, it's kind of a longer list, but a bunch of teams that have done really well this summer. And just to show like Hawaii shows up, the 808 represented, um, you know, and some things don't get as much coverage. So if it's okay, I wanted just to make sure we shout out to them too, because I think it's important to um, recognize them too. And, and the craziest thing about this list is I guarantee you I'm missing some. So if you guys think of any or listeners out there, please, you know, forgive me and, and add it onto our Facebook <laughs> post, but okay, really quick. Hawaii Kai, 9U, Cal Ripken, Pacific Southwest Regional Runner Up, Homegrown, 10U, Cal Ripken, State and Pacific Southwest Regional Champions, Cal Ripken World Series. Fear 808 11U Cal Ripken Pacific Southwest Regionals Champions Auto Birth the 2023 Cal Ripken World Series next year. Hawaii Kai Dodgers Black 11U Cal Ripken Pacific Southwest Regional Runner Up. KAC 11U Cal Ripken Pacific Southwest Regionals. Hawaii Kai Elite 12U Cal Ripken State and Pacific Southwest Champions Cal Ripken World Series. Kauai 12U Cal Ripken Pacific Southwest Regionals. Crowns, 12U Cal Ripken World Series, Honolulu Little League, and this, these are, this is you guys, the 12U Districts, 6 State West Region and Little League World Series champions. That's you guys, yes. Mm -hmm. Central Maui Little League, 13U State and West Region champions, Little League 13U World Series runner up. Cotto Baseball, 13U Babe Ruth State, Babe Ruth Pacific Southwest Regional and Babe Ruth World Series champions. Hawaii Elite, 2G14U Babe Ruth State Champions, Babe Ruth Pacific Southwest Regionals, Honolulu Little League 14U State and West Region Champions, Little League 14U World Series, Spartans 15U Babe Ruth State Champions, Babe Ruth Pacific Southwest Regionals, Hawaii Elite 2G15U Perfect Game West Memorial Day Classic Champions, Perfect Game National Ranking 10th in the nation, Hawaii Elite 2G16U Perfect Game National Ranking 45th in the nation. Hawaii Elite 2G17U, five-tool baseball champions. Hawaii Baseball Group, 18U, five-tool SoCal summer finale champions. Little League Softball, 16U, Senior League State Champions, West Regional Runner-Up. Team Polynesia Softball, 16U, International Challenge World Series champions. Team Polynesia Softball, 18U, International Challenge World Series champions. And I know I'm missing some, but yeah. guys. <laughs> Toys. Is that all from this summer? It's all this summer. That's, that's crazy. That just, yeah, Brooklyn that's speaks so volumes, crazy. right? Yeah. Hawaii yeah, baseball, Hawaii is not messing around. That chicken skin oh, down that list. And, so yeah, amazing. and I just want to make like shout out to all the teams, all the coaches, all the moms and parents and families that have supported all of that. You know, being a mom myself, um, just it's it's it takes a whole village, like what we're all talking about. But and you know, just props to everybody and and you know it's Good job, Hawaii as a whole, too, right? Well, it's been amazing, especially to us. I mean, when we were gone, we couldn't really see. I mean, we didn't know how many people were watching or paying attention. You know, it's just us in the moment. And 
our kids and our families, but like to come back home and realize like, wow, we had the backing of our entire state. That's pretty crazy. It was a lot bigger than I had imagined it to be. Like while I, while I was home, while I was there, I'm like, I'm sure our families, you know, some people are watching. I'm not realizing like everybody's watching. My boss was in Japan watching. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, Hawaii shows up. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate it. Our kids appreciate it. No, no, you guys, um, you're, there's a lot of fans. Of, you guys have a big fan following, your boys do. And, you know, everybody's excited about what's going to come next, you know, for them. I understand that some of them are going to continue to play intermediate ball. So best of luck, boys, and best of luck, moms. Making <laughs> more spam bees, I guess, for days. Well, congratulations once again, you guys. You also made our state proud. Congratulations to your sons. Congratulations to the team. And thank you so much for joining us on Mothership. You guys take care and best wishes. Lots of love and aloha to you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, we're going to break up down.